0: a viral video today. And it was one of those chip variety packs. Like the Frito-Lay ones where it has uh Lay's Original, Red Doritos, also known as Nacho Cheese Doritos, Blue Doritos, Cool Ranch, yeah, Fritos and Lay's barbecue.
1: All in one bag?
0: Yeah, it's like one box. It one, yeah, it was a box that had all like the single serving chip bags. And it was like I want to say like four or five guys, and they were all talking about like the power rankings, and it got heated in not only the video but also the Twitter comments, <laughs> and I cannot believe how highly people rate Fritos as a chip. Fritos are garbage. They're disgusting. That's what I'm saying. That's like, like that's like the the. The chips you pick
1: out of the bag because <laughs> you don't want anything to do with them
0: exactly the only thing that I would say fritos are good for is like I uh, this okay <laughs> I really like <laughs> the Fritos in the taco Bell uh, burrito have you had that no not a sponsor by the way unless taco Bell wants to sponsor the podcast feel free call no. me at someone sports or somewhat sports at gmail.com uh, but <laughs> like they have like have you had Frito pie before No Frito pie is like it's uh you open up the bag of Fritos and you put like chili in it and like it's basically like a a walking taco kind of thing it's like a like chili cheese and and Fritos and it's it's good like it's really good
1: that sounds good just without Fritos
0: (laughs) Fritos are fine it's disgusting but like in terms of the 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 power ranking of those chips like so many people say that Fritos are like a top five chip for them and that is to me blasphemous they yeah, they need to be drug tested. Yeah. There's
1: no way that anybody has Fritos in their top ten,
0: top right. twenty. If that now, what do you what do you say is the superior Dorito flavor? Are you a red guy or a blue guy? <sighs> I recently got put on to the blue.
1: Blue is uh, is it the um, Cool Ranch? Cool Ranch, yeah, it's good, but nothing comes close to to the it's red. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. And again, people like all the, this heresy. I'm going to call it, okay? (laughs) These people say that Cool Ranch is better than Nacho Cheese Doritos. You're out of your mind. I don't know. Who who are these people? Psychopaths? I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) People who need to be institutionalized? Yeah, they need to be watched. Seriously. (laughs) Like, who knows what they could do, what they're Um, capable of. Yeah, exactly. With that kind of monstrosity. (laughs) Because Nacho Cheese Doritos, I would argue, are top three chip all time. They're pretty good, man. They're the, they're the go-to. I, the only reason I don't put them <laughs> at number 1 is because I can't think of a chip that I might be missing that is better. But off the top of my head, like if we're talking about like me demolishing an entire bag of chips, there is no chip that comes close to nacho cheese uh, it's in my mind off the top of my head.
1: Listen, we got sour cream and onion.
0: I don't like sour cream and onion. <sighs> You're missing. Oh, why don't you people, like it? I think that that's the, I don't understand how, how so many people like sour cream and onion. I can't stand sour cream and onion. I would rather have Sour cream and onion dip with a regular chip, than have sour cream and onion chips. I think sour cream and onion chips are overrated and frankly kind of disgusting. Well, what are you eating? Like the Ruffles ones, like I've, the I've had them ones? all bread ones. I've had the Lay's. I don't think the Lay's are very good. Those are the best ones. I've, yeah, I know. People people swear by them. I, I've tried. Believe me, I've tried them, <laughs> but I can't.
1: You know what else is up there? The um, the uh, the cheddar. No, they're the Ruffles cheddar and sour cream oh yeah those
0: are good i will say those are those are good yeah i dig that anything that's got cheese on it i think that it's it's just amazing yeah now i will say now when it comes to the cheese hierarchy okay (laughs) when it comes to cheetos are you a are you a crunchy guy or are a puffs guy because i've been a puffs guy my entire life i love the puffs crunchy they're okay i can eat more of the puffs right like in one sitting it's just like just I demolish them, but
1: yeah. I, I haven't I haven't been around the the uh, I haven't been around those too
0: much, the puffy ones. I I mean <laughs> it's too much
1: work I, keeping your your fingers going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Although I did see I saw someone who uh, <laughs> they swear by this, like when they're playing video games to avoid getting the Cheeto dust or Dorito, whatever chips you're you're eating, uh, to avoid getting the the residuals <laughs> on your on your controller. Yeah, they always pour the chips into a bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And then use chopsticks. Okay.
1: Like I said, too much work. <laughs>
0: like I don't hey, need to listen, do all that. <laughs> listen, okay? At first, I thought, no way. Like that's crazy. That's a lot of work for for chips, but I'll tell you what. I tried it and it's really convenient. <sighs> Like you think it's like oh it's so much work for but like it's so much more work. First off, you can't just have a paper towel because then all of your like you you can't get the the oils won't let the cheese come off of your fingers as easily with like a paper towel because then you yeah. end up with like ripped up paper towel. I don't know <laughs> if my paper towel quality is that poor or what. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have Bounty, it's a, it's dead to that. Listen, I, I I rock the Sam's Club paper towels. Okay, it's like. Eighteen thousand paper towels for like $20. (laughs) You can't beat it. Okay.
1: Well, that's why you gotta go through seven just to wipe on one finger. (laughs) You're
0: not wrong. I haven't done the math on what's what's more economical here. But all I know is that we split it. My girlfriend and I split it two ways, right down the middle. Okay, comes out ten dollars for eighteen thousand paper towels.
1: It's just some things you can't go cheap on, man.
0: You're right. Like toilet paper. (laughs) Listen, I'm not gonna get into another toilet discussion. I'm not gonna do two weeks in a row (laughs) of toilet discussion. By the way, if you if you made it this far, and you realize Bubby's not here. Before we get too deep into the podcast, Bubby's on a trip. He doesn't care about the podcast. Wow. so he's he's gone. He's you know he'll be here next week, okay? But while the uh, pending uh, review, yeah, <laughs> he's on a probationary <laughs> period right now. He's, he put, he uploaded a, an Instagram story of him uh, of him smoking a blunt, saying so he's quitting the NFL. <laughs> or No, that's somebody else. <laughs> talk about that if you would no no, no. I mean, that's already it's i mean i think that the personally i think the marijuana policy is going to change in the nfl pretty soon so i think that it's kind of short-sighted for him to, to quit the nfl right now it should but if it, he's if he's trying to save himself some some uh suspension time you know i can understand saying like you know what i'm healthy i've got enough money right now to support my family does I'm he
1: i mean i don't know my thing is that I think that is a rule that should be changed, just based on how other sports are set up. Right. But if you know the rule is in place, (laughs) is it goes against you to still say I'm still going to do it and and then complain about how other other leagues are being treated differently? Sure. You know
0: it's in place. Right. I just think it's ridiculous that like like four or five states now have like legal marijuana. Yeah. And they're still saying like, hey, like you can't do this in the in whatever league it is. At this point, so many players especially in in the NFL are taking all of these crazy pharmaceuticals to get through playing a week of football because it's such a brutal sport. If they can get out of taking Toradol shots every time they have to step on the football field whether right. it's practice right. or whether it's a game situation, a lot of these guys are just abusing it and they come out with all these substance abuse issues because of the fact that they're pumping themselves full of, you know, pharmaceutical grade, you know, basically horse tranquilizer, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> At this point, you know, if they, if they feel like smoking a little weed helps them get through, you know, a game. Let I them mean, do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> at this point, we're far enough into this whole thing as a, as a society where we're seeing like, all right, like, let's at least see what the, what the, what the studies show, the studies that have come out. Yeah. have said, like, it's not nowhere near as bad as abusing opiates. So right, he he just needed a better argument. He didn't he didn't yeah. present it to him. No, to he you know. no, he needs to work on his PR a little bit. Every, everything he said was correct, but I will say <laughs> that was a power move, though. PR wise or no, he might have shot himself in the foot, though. Yeah, know. he did. <laughs> he did, but it's a power move nonetheless. <laughs> but I want to get back into the snack discussion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that
1: bad?
0: <laughs> I mean, they kind of co- correlate with each other a
2: little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We would have got to it eventually. Right, yeah, yeah. Getting back to the, to the
0: munchies there. Yeah.
1: You're not, not going to get too much fight out of me with these Doritos, I, I've, man. I've realized that. But, but you did not like sour cream and onion. I feel like you're just missing out on something great.
0: Right I, I wish I did like it because people say, like, they swear by it. They say it's their favorite chip. It's a good chip. I just don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. I'll tell you what I do like, which I think is an underrated chip. Bugles. What is that? You've never had Bugles? I they're just like, said what is is. <laughs> they're, they're like little triangles, right? The oh, the little cone things. Yeah, you make like little witch fingers. Yeah, I left <laughs> those on the on the shelf. You didn't like those? No, I got, me,
1: I got sour cream. Now you need to chews over that. No,
0: no, 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 no. Bugles far and away better than like, sour Like, listen, cream
1: I'm, you got like a $5 limit. <laughs> I'm not spending anything on Bugles. <laughs> bugles were time. good. They had cheddar cheese Bugles, too. Those were killer. I might pick one up just, just. You should,
0: I'm telling you, because I won't rule it out if I never tried it. But exactly, you need to give it a shot because like it's a very good chip. I'm not a big fan of the funyun. Are you a funyun's guy? No, I'm not. Some people swear by the funyun.
1: They do, but it, 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 I don't think it would make the top ten it's, to be honest. No,
0: it's not as good as a chip, and it's not as good as an onion. To be fair, like I love me an onion. Like I'll have an onion ring and like it. It's just basically like if you took like onion powder, like dehydrated onion powder that you use for cooking, and then like made a batter with it and deep fried yeah. it. That's basically what it is, and it's terrible.
1: Can you please tell me how they're getting all these flavors in these chips now? No idea. It's magic. like
0: black magic, is what it is. You got <laughs> it's like some
1: sort of voodoo. <laughs> bacon flavored. Probably got like a cupcake flavored. Yeah. Chip like this. How do how do they
0: make all I, these? I flavors? love these these Lay's chips, man. They're still like biscuits and gravy. Like, Are you kidding? <laughs> what did you do to that chip to make it taste like biscuits and gravy? How exactly. And I'm telling you, it tastes like biscuits and gravy, man. It's so good. They're like loaded baked potato. Dill, I had dill pickle chips the other day. It was amazing. That's part of the reason why people buy it. They're like, let me see if this really tastes like what they It
1: really does. <laughs> it
0: does. It's really good. What else? I had lime chips the other day. Those are really good. Oh, Because honestly, Tostitos... With lime is the best tortilla chip. I don't think I've I don't think I've had that one. Tostitos with a hint of lime? Are you kidding?
1: Yeah, I usually just pick up the regular ones. So the oh, scoops because well, they don't make the scoops with lime, right? They don't,
0: and they should. Yeah, they should. Also, Tostitos hint of jalapeno. If they were to take hint of jalapeno and hint <laughs> of lime, put it together in a chip, make it a scoop. <laughs> now we're talking. Is this a food podcast right it now? It should be okay. <laughs> Somewhat sports. (laughs) Somewhat sports. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. Enough with the chip talk. All right. I'll I'll let that one be for now. But you know who's making chips? And by chips, I mean money. (laughs) (laughs) Who could we be talking about? Well, first off, we got to get into Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown goes to the Raiders for a third round pick and a fifth round pick, which... I mean, if he's not going to play for you, you have to recoup some value, right? But it's—I find it hard to believe that no one was going to give the Steelers more than a third and a fifth round pick.
1: I'm not surprised at all, man. Really? Honestly, like I don't—the Steelers came out on the on the tough end with this one, right? I think AB got everything that he wanted, and I'm shocked that he landed in that position and got the money that he got. Mm-hmm. I don't see any positives out of the Steelers in this in this situation.
0: I don't either. I mean, they do have Juju Smith Schuster. So, like, it's not like they're devoid of talent at this point. But it's crazy to me how Antonio Brown has basically hamstringed this historic organization that, you know, has been doing it for so long. And he just says, you know what? (laughs) I'm done with this team. Find me somewhere else to play. Buffalo? No, 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 no. no. We're not going to Buffalo. Who do you think I am? Find somebody else. I'm, I'll am retire before I play in Buffalo. And so they trade him to the Raiders. John Gruden, Mike Mayock, the TV personalities. You would have thought they would have got at least a second round, right? Yeah! For Antonio Brown? Are you kidding?
1: What's going on, For a guy on, who's man? averaged
0: 1,500 yards every season for the last three seasons?
1: There's got to be a backstory to this. Man. I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. I did see... Antonio Brown and John Gruden getting pretty cozy at the uh, the Pro Bowl. I don't know if it was this last year or the year before, but uh, a little tampering, me.. <laughs> listen, I'm just displaying the facts as I see it. Yeah. Okay. But that is surprising, in my opinion, for the Raiders. Because I expected them to go like full rebuild, get all these expensive guys out of here. Let's draft. They we have they were accumulating draft picks, you know, by trading away Khalil Mack, trading away Amari Cooper. Yeah. And you thought, okay, like they are going full rebuild. Obviously, you know, you see the Chiefs are very dominant. The Chargers, you know, Philip Rivers isn't getting any younger, but he still, I think, has has a couple of. Of of decent years ahead of him, where he can still lead a team and, and play, you know, above average quarterback play, but I don't see the Raiders making a push for an AFC West title.
1: Well, that's because of who's who's in the AFC West. Right. I mean,
0: but do you see them out of all the teams in the AFC? You don't see anybody else taking a second wild card spot because or uh, the second wild cards because I fully expect the Chargers to be in that uh, either the first or second wild card spot. So that other wild card spot you still have the the texans who are a really good team i think indianapolis is still going to win that division they have a lot of young talent and they're only going to get better with the draft you think yeah right but i think the texans i still think are a better team regardless of who the the raiders end up drafting right
1: but with ab in, in a place where he actually wants to play you don't think it was worth taking that step to to get him
0: no on a on a three-year deal for a 31 year old wide receiver
1: i think it was
0: really why
1: because I think he has more that we haven't seen based on his antics with the Steelers. Like, when's the last
0: time you've seen him play? I mean, it wasn't the last game of the season because he was suspended yeah. on the team. <laughs> but, I mean, he had a good season last season, even while splitting targets with Juju Smith-Schuster. And I will agree that he's been the best wide receiver in the league for the last three years. Yeah, Four so years, maybe.
1: I think he makes your quarterback better, too.
0: I agree. I think that I don't think Derek Carr is dreadful. I don't think he's very good. Well, he's keeping them afloat right now. Yeah, but I I still think that Ben Roethlisberger is a better quarterback than Derek Carr. It's just like in terms of like how they fit together because Derek Carr is not a good deep ball thrower. I don't think he's very good in the pocket, sensing pocket, you know, pocket presence. Then again, they just signed Trent Brown to a pretty lucrative deal, so they've they've at least helped their offensive line a little bit. And that's really what's going to help them is, is giving Derek Carr time in the pocket because that's, that's when they made that run is when they had like top three offensive line play. Right. So, but they still need a running back. I don't know where they're going to get a running back from. They, they can address it in the draft and that's fine. But I think that they should still look towards getting a um, excuse me a quarterback at the top end of this draft. Whichever quarterback is still there between Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins, I think they should go for it. Well, what pick do they have? They have, I think, the fourth overall pick. Okay. So they pick, I think, before the Giants. The Giants are sixth, right? Yeah. And they well, were saying that Dwayne Haskins was going to fall to sixth for the Giants. But, yeah, no, know you got your fingers crossed <laughs> over there. I saw that. Okay.
1: Listen, I, I don't really care what the Raiders do as long as it doesn't affect the Giants. And honestly, I, like this move, I, I got my eyes glued to to the Raiders. I want to see like, there's high expectations now right. for AB to see all this talk that he that he's done, how he's going to perform this year.
0: Right. And I don't think that having a, a rookie wide receiver with a, a, sorry, a rookie quarterback with a diva wide receiver is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because if, you know, there's kind of a, what's the word I'm looking for? A weird power dynamic in the huddle there, because like the quarterback is supposed to lead the, right. the offense. right? You know, but I've been in huddles before where you've got a, a, a quarterback who isn't really the, the star of that team and the wide receiver has you know all like these accolades and they're very highly taught and they say, listen, I need the ball.
1: Oh, what year was this that this happened to
0: you? I'm not going to go into <laughs> who did what. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, man. But, you know, I've I've been in, in Huddles before where that's that's been a thing. And of course, you know, it's not at the NFL level, but I can only imagine your ego just gets bigger and it's not like we've seen a lack of ego from Antonio Brown here. Yeah. So I think you might need to keep Derek Carr there at least for this year to see, you know, what what they can do together and, you know, who knows? I mean, Derek Carr could come back to to form, you know, the form that he had a couple of years ago when they went what was it, fourteen and two or like 12 and 4 I think they finished because I think they were supposed to be I think they only had like two losses going into like the final two weeks of the season but after Derek Carr had that injury obviously things kind of blown, got blown up there yeah but I don't know man I, I just don't think that Derek Carr is a good enough quarterback to get you to an AFC West title given the AFC West landscape right now and at that point you're vying for a wild card spot when you have to play the Chiefs twice a year the Chargers twice a year not not really easy, <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot of holes to fill. You have a not a very good defense at all. You don't. Have, you have a lot of questions at running back. So even if you do get you know decent above replacement level play from Derek Carr, there's still a lot of stuff that needs to happen on that team.
1: We'll we'll give it we'll give it some time, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. I we mean, get, they have like what 16 first round picks now. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, yeah we'll, they got one pick at the top four, and then the other one I think is like 22 or 24, something like that.
1: We'll see where these quarterbacks land, and then we can revisit
0: this and see how right. how this how this works. Now, I'm sure you are not happy about this news, but Landon Collins. What do you mean not former then? former Giants safety? Good riddance. Man. Really? <laughs> He's going to the going to the Washington team. Okay. Listen, the, the, on a what six year, eighty four million dollar deal. <laughs> it's you know it's a shame Bubby isn't here to defend. Oh gosh. Dan Snyder and his. <laughs> I think he has a hole in his
1: pocket. Like they're just letting it fly.
0: I guess so because they, they got the top paid cornerback in, in Josh, Josh Norman, Norman. Yep. Right. He's played okay, but didn't, now they have the top paid safety too.
1: It didn't pan out how they thought, and I feel like the same thing is going to happen. I'm all here for it.
0: Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> I will say though that I think this this draft is supposed to be a very good draft for the defensive linemen. So if he can get. If they can get you know some solid defensive lineman picks in this draft, they're not very good. The the draft at least is not very good in the uh, linebacker department. So I don't know what the Redskins' needs are linebacker wise, but I just don't. I even with the addition of Landon Collins, I don't see that being a like, top ten unit. Which at that point, if you're investing that much money in your secondary. You need to be a top 10 unit, and I just don't see that happening.
1: Okay. Do you see this? Do you see them having a better record than the Giants?
0: Yeah. Mainly because they're probably going to bring back Eli for another season. That hurt, man. <laughs> so <laughs> then again, though, if they're starting Case Keenum, who knows? Because <laughs> Case Keenum uh, is not good.
1: Listen, we're we're circling these games on our on our calendar. Like when you have a bad team that you that you die hard for, like you look forward to the other teams in your conference losing
0: hard. Right. Bit. Yo, trust S- me. Especially I wanna...
1: when you get one of our players that we just let go. Right. I think Saquon is, is ready to run. I almost cursed. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop, man. What are you doing? I think Saquon is ready to run him over when the when the chance comes. I,
0: I will say I'm looking at the uh, the roster now uh, for the Redskins. Kerrigan, I do remember him being really, really good last year. So I don't know, man. It's it could be a decent team. They could be a decent team. I, I would say they will be they will be better than the Giants. Um so they they short up their their secondary a bit. They have a chance to get better at at the defensive line in this draft, because it's a very defensive line-heavy draft. Solid linebacker play. You're giving them too much credit. I'm talking myself into it, man. Wow,
1: Bubby's not here. We're supposed to be talking bad about someone's right got. All right,
0: <laughs> 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 gotta be talking some some smack. Like the, you know what, they the might
1: skins. do pretty well. So what if they do? We're not saying it today, <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs>
0: that's fair. That's how we're gonna do the podcast. Come right. on, man. I just, I don't know. There's a couple of other free agency moves that have been that have been interesting and just other off-season moves in general. Deshaun Jackson, speaking of, uh, of former Skins players, he's going back going to back. Billy. Mm-hmm. So just further and further down the standings for the Giants there. that's, uh, that's How do you... Uh... <laughs> 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 Granted, the Eagles finished above the Giants this year, so it's not like they, they've moved too much between last year. I mean, I mean that was expected. Right, right. Everyone knew that.
1: So how do you think Bucks fans feel about this?
0: Um, I mean... Y- I think that in terms of like personnel, like coaching personnel, the Buccaneers had probably one of the best off seasons because Bruce Arians is, has had a lot of success as a coach. He's you know been proven to be a good offensive mind and a good uh, leader in, in, in the locker room and, and his players really liked Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way they, they did win the off season, but they've let a lot of talent go. Adam Humphreys is out too. He's left for a four year deal. I think with the Titans so who are they
1: starting the quarterback next year?
0: I think it's still gonna be Jameis. Okay, I think you have to at least see what Jameis is gonna do next year, and then you can kind of make your decision. If you're really bad, then find someone in the twenty twenty draft. Or if you if you feel like the rest of your team is so good and you just need a competent quarterback mm-hmm. to go out there and and win some games, then you know that's you can evaluate that based on you know at least keeping Jameis out there for another year. Um, but they still have Mike Evans, who is I mean a top I would say top five top ten. He's wide a stud, early. yeah. yeah. So that that wide receiver room, while it's it's a little thinner, it still has some good top end talent. You know, they can always address some guys in the draft. You never know. You know, that definitely has become a position of need now. Um, adding some some pieces would be would be really nice in that wide receiver room, right, for the Buccaneers. But I think that the Eagles, the Eagles are going. I mean, this is the third year in a row that they're going kind of all in, just kind of throwing money at whoever they need. Oh, man. You know, they they picked up Deshaun Jackson. Um and who knows Le'Veon Bell might be heading over there. I know he tweeted though no, decisions decisions, decisions. <laughs> and uh I, I don't know where where the Eagles are getting all this money from uh, <laughs> where any of these teams I know, are man. I know I know but the, the pocketbooks have been opened. Do anyone even carry a pocketbook anymore? <laughs> who has pocketbooks these days?
1: What are you talking about? Everybody has like man purses now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mercs. Oh yeah, Mar- My bad.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean it's it's interesting to me what the what the landscape is gonna look like, especially in the NFC East, because Amari Cooper comes back another year with the with the Cowboys. That team that defense was really good last year. Dak gets another year of seasoning under him. Zeke obviously is still Zeke. So not a lot of holes in that cowboy. That NFC East picture outside of the Giants, who are obviously very largely irrelevant. Um <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it looks it looks pretty good. For the NFC East, it's, it should be a really uh, competitive division. I just, I, I'm sorry. Like, what? Eli is not good. Odell Beckham is obviously really good. Saquon is really good, but that defense is not good at all. The listen, offensive line is not good at all. Listen, the quarterback is I, not good at all.
1: I definitely wasn't going to argue. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying. I was actually trying to move on to something. <laughs> yeah, just, your feelings are hurt, so you're just trying to move the subject along. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, we know they're bad.
0: Let's let's wait till a draft to see what we get. That's all. Right. I, I won't. Hopefully, they can draft anymore. a rest of the team because that would be really good for you guys. <laughs> Everett Ingram's not bad. I will say uh, he's a good receiver. He's not a Yeah, good backer, but he's
1: he's, be- he's looking to torch um, Collins. So yeah, we'll see. And we then shall see. The the Eagles they also what they got rid
0: of the Nick Foles finally. They did. Speaking of. Uh, Of the Eagles and and arrivals and departures. Nick Foles Mm. signing, what is it, an $88 million deal, 50 mil guaranteed. For a year, yep. With the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, man, I mean, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. That's a lot of clout that comes with with that title.
1: Listen, a lot of expectations in this upcoming season. Like, we're really going to see... If all these deals were worth it.
0: That's true. Well, I, soon. I do think that this kind of propels the Jaguars into Super Bowl contender territory. I know it's like blasphemous to say, but the coaching staff that's there has gotten pretty decent results out of Blake Bortles. Not last year. Obviously, they weren't very good. But the year before, they went farther than anyone else could have thought getting the most out of Blake Bortles' skill set. If they can do the same with Nick Foles, because no one thinks that Nick Foles is you know the next coming of... Of, you know tom brady or, or, or andrew luck or any of these like top tier uh quarterbacks mm-hmm. but he's shown that he's competent and reliable and can get the ball you know and, and thrive within a system that fits him so they've already got a solid i would say top 10 talent at running back in leonard fournette their defense still retains a lot of the pieces that re- I mean, obviously everyone's a, a year older you know, and it's tough to to keep a, a high level defense like that functioning at that level. But they're still not, you know, slouches defensively. They were worse last year than they were the year before, but that doesn't mean that they were a bad defense all of a sudden. And I think a lot of that had to do with them constantly turning the ball over because Blake Bortles was was their <laughs> quarterback. So if you got a guy out there who's taking care of the football a little more, I really think that if they can get a solid, you know, number one receiver because they do have some talent in the receiver room, but if they if they can get a solid number one receiver in this draft. That's that's a scary team. It is scary, but you say
1: Super Bowl contenders, and we all know who they have to go through to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: listen, I, and even their even their division is tough because they have the Texans in that division and the Colts in that division. So, it's it's a gauntlet for sure. <laughs> but. I would say, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, they're better than than Houston is. They have obviously I think Houston has more weapons on the offensive end. I think Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than the Nick Foles is. But if they can ride that defense, if that defense can come back to, you know, 2017 form, with mm-hmm. that with that historic defense, you know, now that they have a quarterback who isn't constantly turning the ball over. I mean, heck man, that's a <laughs> that's a solid team. This that's is- a solid team. It's a very competitive afc race this coming year
1: just everywhere like this is why we love football it is we do not know who's gonna win next year like
0: no there's a lot of there's a lot of teams and you never know who's gonna fall you who who knows patrick mahomes could have a sophomore slump and not be that good next season or or, you know like i said with philip rivers he is another year older he could drop off just a little bit
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so it's i think it's i wouldn't say it's a wide open afc because I think you know, the Patriots still end up being everyone's daddy until proven otherwise. Oh my <laughs> it's God. as sad as it is. I'm telling you,
1: you guys make it real easy for them to do that. I'm and so- when I say you guys, the Jets are
0: included too. The Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills. <laughs> constantly Christ. just. Let's switch it up, man. I'd love for you I'd, you propose? Propose? Like, I'd love nothing more. What <laughs> do I propose? This banning, banning Bill Belichick from the NFL for starters, <laughs> disbanding the whole team. Okay, Tom Brady ends up being the water boy for, <laughs> for the oh. for the Dolphins. <laughs> well, that's um, the only thing I can see that would help at this point.
1: As far as like the arrangements of the teams, though, like how can we make this a little bit more competitive for the. Agents. Oh, are
0: you talking about like reorganizing the way yeah, that yeah. the conditions like are? I think that the Dolphins should be in the AFC South. I think that it should be, I think that the Colts should move to the, either the AFC North and then move the Ravens to the AFC East or move the Colts back to the AFC because the Colts used to be in the AFC East. Okay. And, you know, just kind of flip-flopping those two teams. And I think having the Colts in that division would be a little more competitive for the, uh, for the Patriots. But even then, though, I think the Patriots still beat the Colts every time they play. So... All right, <laughs> man. We'll see. It's hard. Listen, man. <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. Okay? <laughs> These are all my, my dream scenarios here. I don't know. Anyways, transitioning to basketball. What do you think of uh, Steve Kerr being tired of Draymond Green and his, we'll say, stuff? So I don't have to bleep out another podcast like we did last week. Come on, man, let it fly, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this editing interesting. I Yeah, because no, I'm the one who has to do all the editing, <laughs> so I'm not going to make it interesting. All right. Well, he do. What do we expe- <laughs> do? We expect anything else, man? No, because I think everyone's tired of Draymond Green and his stuff. I, don't, I think he was he serious when he said it. I mean, he looked upset. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie, I don't know what the context was, but I've seen the video.
1: I feel like everybody has one of those guy, one of those guys on their, um, <clears throat> on the team that the coach has to put up with. But yeah, they know at the end of the day they don't want to lose him. Right,
0: he makes their team better on the whole. Although I will say this season he's been a lot worse than he has been in the previous seasons. I, I would say some of those championships that they had, they don't win without Draymond Green. Right, but gotcha. a big reason why they lost to the Cavaliers is because of Draymond Green, right? <laughs> His antics. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how like, oh, he was he's just a hard defender. It's like all of a sudden what now he doesn't to kick people in the junk to, to defend anymore. What happened there? <laughs> oh, man. He's very entertaining.
1: Let's see. He, he he keeps people watching too. I will say that. But now that they have Boogie, I mean, obviously his role is not gonna be the same. No. You know.
0: Minute- also Draymond is worse at pretty much everything. Yeah, he's else. getting exposed <laughs> now. Yeah. Cause he, I mean, his greatest asset was he was a really, really hard-nosed defender, 100% effort guy, and he could shoot the three ball when called upon. But his shooting has been not good. I would say he's still better defensively than Boogie is.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's partly because off of Killy <laughs> yeah. right. And I think Boogie, like his ego, like when 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 people play him when they when the other teams go against him on offense, they kind of go at him. Mm-hmm. And I think he can't take that because <laughs> it's basically saying like, you know, we got a weak link over here. <laughs> like, basically we're going to go at him every time pick and rolls. We're going to go at him. And I don't know if he can, if he takes it that well, cause he's so used to being you know, the superstar
0: of the team. So 100%. 100%. But that's the thing. That's why it's so tough to keep those teams together because once, once they win a championship, it's like, okay, <laughs> You know, like winning cures everything at first, but if you're just winning all the time, I feel like the, the hunger isn't there. And at that point, guys just want to get there. It's like, all right, I've reached the mountaintop. Yeah. I, I've been, you know, MVP of the finals, like in you know Kevin Durant's case. You know, at this point, it's like, okay, like, let me go prove myself in other facets of, of the game. You know, let me like, like LeBron did. LeBron went to, went to Miami, got the, the championship. So people would shut up about him not winning a championship. Yeah. Went back to Cleveland. Cause of course everyone was still giving him, you know, giving him crap about not winning a championship with Cleveland. So he went and did that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do what I want to do. Make money out in LA. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> okay. So question. Okay. Would you take currently as of today, would you take LeBron's career or Kevin Durant's career?
0: Oh, LeBron's career. It's not even a question. All right. Not even close to a question.
1: <laughs> because some people will say, like, listen, Kevin Durant, like he's, he's projected to win multiple championships in the near future, and LeBron is probably not even going to make the playoffs. So at well, this, this
0: year, though. Right?
1: But if he stays with the Warriors, I guarantee they'll win it again.
0: Will he, though? <laughs> They're going to win this year. You think so? I remember I, I saw a stat somewhere. Someone told me, I think it was, I heard it uh, on a, on the Dan Levitt's show. Stan Van Gundy went on. He was talking about how I think out of like the last 15 teams or something like that to win the, uh, the title, I think all but like two of them have been outside of the, or all of the teams, but two of them have been a top five or top 10 defensive team and the warriors are not a good defensive team granted they have the offense to compete with anybody yeah and that helps you know because anyone has an off night you know that's fine we have three other guys who are <laughs> great uh great scores but i don't know i think that uh t- know, this might be the year
1: we talked about this i think they're the exception to that rule because when it comes time to the playoffs can you really see a team beating them four games best out of seven no i don't think so uh, like <laughs> but it's, that's, it's too that's much firepower when, when on you that look team. at
0: when you the people said the same thing though when it came to you know the heat in their first year uh, in 2011 when they played against the mavericks and they're like yeah i mean like sure like the the mavericks have pretty good talent on that team but you can't beat lebron in his prime dwayne wade in his prime and chris bosh in his prime those are three really good options but you know LeBron was afraid to back down in the post against J.J. Barea and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. this is a different type of beast, but I know, I know like offensively speaking, that is a better team, you know, especially now that they've kind of exposed the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I guess market inequality that the three ball provides, you know, if you can shoot the three that efficiently, it makes more sense to shoot threes at a historic rate. Because no one can keep up with that. Twos aren't as worth. I know this is a crazy math concept, but twos aren't (laughs) worth as as much as threes. So (laughs) they got two of the best ever to do it. I know. Like honestly, I would shoot
1: every shot would be like every first shot would be a three, then get the long rebound if we (laughs) get
0: their third best. Their third best three point shooter is Kevin Durant, who's I think is going to be a top ten player in the league once the whole thing is said and done. Yeah, exactly. But you know, at the same time, they look very uninspired on defense. And some people say you can kind of flick it on once the playoffs start. But I don't know, man. One of these one of these teams that, that gels really well together. You saw, I mean, you saw what happened with the uh, with the Spurs. You know, again, I'm, I keep bringing it back to the Heat because <laughs> it's it's what I know, and it's you know, it's a big three that had a lot of a lot of firepower on it. But that last year, not the year that uh, Ray Allen hit that that three, but the year afterwards, they played the Spurs again and they got their their butts kicked. And a large part of it was because, you know, some of these glue guys that just put it on for, for the series, you know, Patty Mills went absolutely insane. And who, what is Patty Mills doing right now? Yeah. Right. Kawhi had, you know, had just become this guy who were, who we're seeing now, you know, but he wasn't that guy to begin with. Danny Green had a pretty decent series.
1: But I think the Warriors are a team that can turn them on like that. And I think 82 games in the regular season, you're going to get bored. And it's probably a huge struggle for them to get up every game, knowing that we're probably going to end up in the finals.
0: That's (laughs) fair. But last year, last year, they came close to losing to to the Rockets and the Rockets were without Chris Paul. And that's a big reason why they didn't lose to the Rockets. I think that they would have beat. They would have lost to the Rockets had Chris Paul been healthy. You know, so you can turn it on all you want, but when you have a gauntlet like you have right now in the West, and then the East is a lot better than they were before, I don't think it's as much as much of a foregone conclusion as it was at the beginning of the season. You have a lot of really good teams on on both in both conferences right now.
1: So, what's your prediction for the finals?
0: What's my Cinderella story is I want I want the Bucks to win against I who? So I mean, I think the Warriors are still going to come out of the out of the West. I do. I think that they're going to play a tough series, probably either against. Uh, Against the the Rockets or I could see the Thunder also giving him some trouble. Kn- yeah, that is a good point. Depends on
1: it depends on who they're not they probably won't get either Houston or OKC is gonna give them trouble,
0: but that's what I'm saying.
1: Problem yeah. with the Bucks in the East is they gotta make it out of the East. So that Eastern sure. Conference final game is gonna wear them out. Because right. it'll probably be Toronto, I wanna say.
0: And yeah, if they end up facing toronto that's going to be tough for them but that'll be a good you know a test to see if they can really they can really play with these guys because toronto has a lot of weapons you know but i think that the 76ers are still a year away i mean i know that they have had some time to to gel with with the guys they just got during the trade deadline but i feel like they still need another year to kind of coalesce and figure out their game um i still think boston has enough talent to contend You know, <laughs> I know you're going to laugh at me, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. I would not be surprised.
1: Uh, you know what the Celtics are going to do? They're going to, like, make it hard for whoever team, whatever team they lose to. That's right. That's going to advance.
0: <laughs> going to go six games, seven yeah, games, really yeah. hard fought series. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening.
1: But – Kyrie, i think he just apologized
0: for his his antics and for being just a bad teammate yeah bad with the media and just saying the wrong thing at every time you know
1: it's easy to apologize after you start winning a couple yeah exactly (laughs) hey guys
0: i'm so sorry that was a different me back then it's like the boyfriend like when he gets like he's screwed up a lot to the girlfriend you know and she's mad at him yeah you know he turns it around cooks her dinner gets her flowers and says listen babe i've been a real jerk lately oh he's so sweet (laughs) He's really turning this whole thing around. I know. Next thing you know, still a scumbag. Yeah. Got to get a little sweetness in there before you can uh, apologize, um, and then oh, he really he really has changed. Wow. Actions speak louder than words.
1: Listen, man, don't give away all your secrets. <laughs> Just remember who's listening. Yeah, <laughs> you're right.
0: You're right. You're right.
1: keep that on the DL for now. Hi, Serena. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast.
0: Oh, man. Come on. Come on. Is that what she told you? She does. I would have said the same thing, man. No, I'm telling you. After after last week's podcast, so I, I put her on blast. She was mad at me. Uh,
1: you know what? When I went home, I was like, I didn't appreciate. That no, no, so not at all. Much.
0: I told her though. I told her when I got back from recording. I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. I might have that. said, You're gonna find out." <laughs> the worst part is though, you edited it, so you could. Oh, had I it taken it out. You're right. I could have taken. <laughs> We're for this entertainment, man. Uh, Speaking of relationships, okay. I want to get into this Jose Canseco stuff because it is absolutely bizarre. I got my teacup ready. With man. a capital B. Okay. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> Jose Canseco, not a super active tweeter. Okay. Besides yesterday, last time he tweeted was six days ago. Okay. So, like, you know, every once in a while tweet. Uh, but randomly. As as of this podcast, 23 days, 23 hours ago, excuse me, he tweeted out, watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text Alex Rodriguez, little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife, Jessica. Poor girl. She has no idea who he really is. He goes on to say, I was there a few months back with her when he called her on her phone. And then he says... Alex Rodriguez, stop being a piece of bleep. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> then, okay, it continues. The, the anger is, is flamed even more so. Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you. This is a quote here. I challenge you to a boxing match or an MMA match anytime you want. <laughs> then, okay, first off, that's already like we're getting to peak crazy here. <laughs> then he tweets out. I don't know if he thought this was like a direct message or or what, but then he tweets at JLo. If you want the truth about Alex Rodriguez, call me, provides a number, which I guess I can provide because it's still it's there. It's 702-374-3735. If you want to call Jose Canseco and, and find out the truth about Alex Rodriguez, apparently. Uh, And Then he takes a break (laughs) to say, hey, big shout out to Joseph Amoeba and his seven-year-old son who wears my number. That was 21 hours ago, okay? (laughs) Only to go back to, I'm willing to take a polygraph to prove that what I'm saying about Alex Rodriguez is 100% accurate, okay? So he is on a a tirade or was on a tirade yesterday. This is coming, by the way, on the heels of... Jessica, or not Jessica? Uh, J-Lo. J Lo, and Alex Rodriguez getting engaged, which they announced yesterday. <laughs> on I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram. It was maybe it was both, uh, but I saw it on Instagram. So, what is going on? <laughs> Listen,
1: when I first heard this, I wanted to get all the jokes out. I wanted to see all the memes, right? All the CTE jokes, everything about him being crazy. But I actually kind of believe him. <laughs> like who who would go this hard to talk about this and put all this stuff out there if there wasn't some ounce of trueness there? Now
0: I don't I don't want to slander Alex Rodriguez here. I will say that Jose Canseco is also the guy who just a few weeks ago was offering I think it was five spots to uh people who paid, I think it was hmm okay, here it is. Here's the tweet I'm looking for. Come spend the day with me and my alien buddies. I'll show you Bigfoot and a real alien. Okay. Call Morgan at 702-374-3735, which I assume is the same number. I think it's the same number he gave uh, for JLo lo to get in contact with him. Uh, here's a. This is the 12th of February. Go on a Bigfoot and alien excursion with Jose Canseco. Call Morgan Management <laughs> at 702-374-3735. So... Uh, yeah, again, he's offering alien and Bigfoot tours <laughs> on Twitter. I don't know how much I trust the guy who is <laughs> doing this. But again, I what, what it, does he man. have to lose? Exactly. At point?
1: He's making this so relevant again right now. Right.
0: And again, I'm going to throw a bone here to Alex Rodriguez and say, like, Alex Rodriguez, very popular name, in especially in South Florida. Okay. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez's are a dime a dozen. I think I went to to high school with 18 different Alex Rodriguez's. Okay. So maybe there's another guy named Alex Rodriguez. I'm trying to give him, I'm trying to give both sides the benefit of the doubt where like, I don't doubt that Jose Canseco saw Alex Rodriguez on his (laughs) ex-wife's phone. Also, it might not have been the Alex Rodriguez we all think it is. Right? When we say Alex Rodriguez. I just, I don't know. Okay.
1: It it doesn't matter who it is now. He's in crisis mode right (laughs) now.
0: Dude, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Dude. (laughs) like what he? <laughs> First, First of, <laughs> he, the damage control that must be going on right now, by the way, in the Alex Rodriguez slash J household has got to be next level stuff. Like, listen, honey, I don't know what Jose Canseco is talking about. He's probably bringing up the same points. Like, look, look at his Twitter. He's offering bigfoot excursions. Okay, <laughs> yeah. can we really trust this guy? And like, he's
1: doing this over the phone in a in a remote location. Right. There's no way he's in the house.
0: Right? Well, what, does, what does Jose Canseco have to lose?
1: Oh, man. They're putting
0: this on on blast here. Like, what does he have to gain?
1: What do they say? Like, once a snitch, always a snitch?
0: I Maybe. (laughs)
1: Like, he's snitching, but, I mean, when you snitch, you technically tell the truth, don't you? (laughs) That's
0: what they're saying. Again, there's not enough information to corroborate either side of the story here. But it's, first off, I urge everyone to give Jose Canseco a follow on Twitter because (laughs) it is... I, I didn't follow him on Twitter before. I have to now because this is so absolutely entertaining. He's crazy as just like an overall person.
1: Somebody said, hey, that's not how DMs work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely incredible. I've never seen anything like it.
1: The timing was perfect. This has to be set up.
0: Man. I'm telling, and that's the thing that's so weird to me. Like that he, I don't, I don't know what the timeline is. I feel like they're so close in terms of timeline as to when the announcement was made as to <laughs> J Lo uh, accepting the uh, <laughs> the proposal from from Alex Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, it was almost and close enough. It was almost close enough to where people might not have even heard about the engagement yet. Right, <laughs> heard this. It's bad. It's crazy to me. We got, we're we're tuned in though.
0: We are. If that's
1: all he wanted, it definitely worked. Yeah. (laughs) It did. Like these, these, this is going to last for at least a good week.
0: At least. And I'm, I'm looking forward to like more information coming out about this. Like what more Jose Canseco can tell us (laughs) about what's going on here. Or at least like, cause there hasn't been any response that I've seen From Alex Rodriguez or Jennifer Lopez, whether it's, you know, lending credence to these allegations or whether it's outright refuting them. I haven't seen anything about it.
1: So what do you do if you're A-Rod right now?
0: Assuming that I'm innocent? Mm. Or assuming I'm guilty?
1: We could do both. (laughs) What's the playbook here? (laughs) We could do both. Uh, (laughs) I feel like you're doing the same thing, though, either way.
0: I mean, you have to, right? Like...
1: Depends depends on uh on J Lo. She's she's like, I don't believe him at all, then there's nothing left to be said. Right.
0: It really depends on how, how much stock J Lo puts into these allegations. Are if you're J Lo, are you calling that number to get you in do. contact with Sicko? <laughs> See what he knows. You but
1: I I feel like she would or have somebody else do it. It's interesting though.
0: It is. Because if you think like, because if you're if you're if you're J Lo and he's like, you know, Alex Rodriguez has been a little sketchy, you know, lately. It's oh, like you man. know not always returning the calls, and it's like, oh man, like I, if you see this engagement called off, I mean, then you know the truth, right? That sucks. Man. One day later, like it's just proof gone, <laughs> right?
1: That's two L's that he's taking. He can't he can't afford to take another L. Like A Rod, he went through everything he went through, and then he got with J Lo. We kind of forgot about all that
0: yeah i gotta i gotta keep like notifications going on (laughs) on jlo's uh instagram right because next picture she posts i gotta see if that wedding ring is in the picture oh my god right or the story right (laughs) because if the if the engagement ring is still on then like you know then it's like all right like i don't believe this jose canseco guy but if that i mean they might hold off on making any public you know announcements on it just to save face but
1: this, this is 2019, everyone. I mean, I'm am t- looking this forward to Twitter detectives,
0: with. man, because Twitter detectives are first off, they're frequently wrong, <laughs> but when they get it right, it is amazing. Yeah. It they is, got the
1: full story yeah. behind it too. Screenshots from ten years yeah. ago,
0: investigations, I and mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. If only we can harness that power for good to, to do actual uh <laughs> <I know. laughs> investigations.
1: There's somebody out there with like a drawing boy. <laughs>
0: yeah, with, with the, the yarn connecting, connecting them. all of it. <laughs> it <sucks>. No way. <laughs> Listen, you gotta believe me
1: on this. It's just it's just screenshots of tweets on the wall. Right.
0: Yeah, just all with the pins <laughs> connecting all of them with yarn. Oh man.
2: The,
0: the conspiracies <laughs> are my favorite. What's your favorite conspiracy? Man? Overall, yeah. Uh, I heard one that all mattress stores are just uh, drug laundering <laughs> fronts because no <laughs> one actually buys mattresses that frequently, and so why the heck would you need a, like so many stores that sell mattresses? I don't think that's a
1: conspiracy. I think that just
0: like... that's just <laughs> actual. <laughs> yeah, fact. it makes complete sense. <laughs> there's a there's a conspiracy that Finland really doesn't exist. I've been there. <laughs> what? Uh, Here, I'll tell you about it. Ready? I'm going to click on this. The Finland conspiracy states that Finland is not a real country. Not only is it not a real country, but there is actually no landmass there at all. And the space between Sweden and Russia is actually empty ocean. Now, I realize I'm quoting here. Now, I realize this notion seems ridiculous, but that is why the conspiracy works and why people are afraid to speak out against the existence of Finland. (laughs) Wow, that really popped up. (laughs) I would ask you to approach the evidence I put forward here with an open mind.
1: Well, what do you say to somebody that's been there before? Like,
0: you weren't really in Finland? Same re- same thing you say to the people who believe the Earth is flat. Oh, my gosh. Are there any conspiracy theories that you believe?
1: No, it's tough to convince me,
0: even after watching, like, documentaries. Did you ever watch uh, Making a Murder" on Netflix? No. They, Netflix is a telling lot of me good that. documentaries on that. Uh, Don't
1: they have, what's the other one? Like, uh, abducted in plain sight or something yeah, like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet, but I heard it's really, really good. It does a really in-depth dive into how bad people are at parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But then I, there was a, a, another documentary that, um, God, I wish I had the name of it. It's on Netflix now. It's about, um, about flat earth and the flat earthers. And um, behind the curve is what it's called. I just looked it up. Behind the curve, and they talk to these people who are like flat earthers, yeah. and I, you know, I I need to resist the urge to make fun of them because I feel like people don't respond. Like I feel like when you when you do that, they like for like further entrench themselves into the idea that like they are correct. Right, there's all this is just like some sort of like mass cover up and we've been fed these lies for years, like
1: the, the problem with them is they'll ask you questions that you can't answer and make it seem like you're
0: Yeah, that you're the critic like listen, just yeah, because I don't like, have an advanced knowledge of, yeah. of 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 you know, the ways to disprove why you're wrong. Like I trust the scientists for a reason. Like they they are paid by the government To not find data that supports whatever they think, it's to find verifiable results. I mean, we've we've gone into space. We have people who have been launched in a rocket into space, right? Yeah. Who have seen the Earth rotating with their naked eye. Enough people have gone to space at this point where it's like, okay, if someone really wanted to come out and say, no, 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 the Earth is flat, I saw it, and they had like, you know so and so comma astronaut okay <laughs>
1: right maybe i would believe you like how do they, how do they explain
0: like when you get to the edge not falling off who knows man i don't even bother <laughs> looking into why these people think the way they do because once you once you've gotten to that point where you don't believe that the earth is curved then yeah we're not operating on the same level of reality anymore. So, me sitting here trying to like reason with you, it's not. No, because I saw, and, uh, like I said, I watched this documentary and they did all of these tests. And these tests come out and they say, like, based on the test that you did, the earth is curved. And they're like, no, 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 no. There must be something wrong with that testing. Like, they had yeah. like some like diode thing, right? That I was supposed to like measure, you know, based on the, basically the way it worked was. If the Earth was flat, it would show a certain result. If the Earth was curved, then the diode would be like angled at a certain degree because of the movement of the Earth mm-hmm. as it's rotating on its axis because it's a globe, right? So they, <laughs> they did the test once, right? They encapsulated this diode to free it from any sort of external stimuli, right? Came out with whatever 15-degree, 16-degree tilt it was. The mm-hmm. Earth is curved they're like oh, no 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 it must have been some sort of wind interference or whatever so they like made this like crazy contraption that like was to further isolate it from the outside world still 16 15 degrees whatever it was yeah but they just keep testing these things until they figure out how to prove that, well, maybe it's not curved. <laughs> they, like, they'll, they'll do 800 tests. One of them, they messed up the numbers and it says that the yeah. earth is flat and they're like,
2: ah, yeah.
0: look what I did. <laughs> you know, there was another one they had where like they had uh, two people with with um, on different ends, right? Like a certain distance apart and they cut holes in these big wooden sheets, right? Mm-hmm. So three, actually three different sheets I think it was right? And if the earth was flat, you can shine a light through one side, it would go through the middle hole and it would end up on the other side, right? Through the same like hole. It would be it would be equidistant, right? right. So if the earth was flat, you would shine the light, it would go through the first hole, no problem, second hole, no problem, all the way to the third hole. But if the earth was curved, you would have to lower the hole in the middle one to get the the light to shine all the way through all three planks. Right. Does that make sense? But you have to lower all of them, right? No, you because the the first the each end is is stationary. Like they made it so that way. Like the curve, like not the curve, but like that they're both the same length. They said, oh yeah, if the if, if the Earth is curved, right, these two points would be. Like the um, they would still be above the like the curve of the earth. Yeah. If that makes sense. Okay. So if the if the earth is curved, the middle one is obviously going to be higher because of the curve, right? Right. So like <laughs> they tested it, and they're like, all right. So by my calculations, if he shines a light through here, right? If these if based on like the current size of the middle plank, the light should shine through if the earth is flat. I did it? No light. I'm like, all right. Well, okay. Well, let's see here. All right, uh, you know, Keith, or whatever the guy's name was, who was holding, like, the middle plank. All right, yeah. raise the plank three feet, because that's what the curve is supposed to be. Yeah. Raise it three feet, you see the light. They're like, <laughs> hmm, we have to do some more digging here. And it's like, it's come doesn't on, make man. sense to me. are <laughs> yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> you see it. How many of these tests do you have to do? That's what, like,
1: their response to it is like, how do you know it's not flat?
0: Because of all the tests Wait. that we've done that verify that the Earth is curved. <laughs> and all the astronauts and scientists and people who have seen the Earth from millions of I, like, <laughs> feet what, in the air. The
1: the thing that I don't get is what do we gain out of lying about the Earth being round? <laughs> I, I, <you're, laughs> like, I the, couldn't tell you.
0: I couldn't tell you. Like, there's no benefit to it being flat. No. So why? <laughs> No, their their thought process is like we thought it was curved, and then it's not. But then the scientists would look stupid, and so they just kind of kept the lie going for all these years. Oh gosh! Yeah.
1: So, right. well, when I see a picture of the flat Earth, then I'll um, i start to dig in a little bit more, see where they're coming from. But till
0: then, didn't Kyrie say he's no longer a flat earther? Did he say like uh, uh.
1: yeah? Because he got backlash from. Do you think he
0: still believes that the Earth is flat? Mm-hmm. And he's just saying that. I think he
1: does. Yeah, <laughs> he has to save face for, th- for this NBA career, man. I'm telling you, that's just twice that
0: Kyrie has folded on his convictions. <laughs> you got to stick by it, man. Either you're <laughs> either you're flat earther yeah. and you hate the, the the media and you think that the the youngins on your team suck, or, <laughs> or the Earth is round and your teammates actually aren't that bad, and you're just a crybaby. He's gone through it, man. I don't know, really. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Anyways, that'll do it for another episode of Somewhat Sports on that note. And, uh yeah, I know. If you have any ideas, any comments, any, you know, because we, we, I mean, again, the whole thing is Somewhat Sports, so if you have any any fun topics that you want us to talk about, uh, you can always email us at somewhatsports at com. and of course, you can follow us on all the social medias. We just got the final logo approved, set nice. up. It's nice. I love it I love it it's on all of our social medias follow us on twitter at somewhat sports we're on instagram also at somewhat sports uh we're on facebook just uh search somewhat sports and you'll find us there uh you know that's the title of the show so it helps to <laughs> have that <laughs> consistent branding all the way around um and hopefully bubby will be here next week off of his suspension from, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from upon the view. yeah of course you know he's still in his probationary period okay. so you know we'll see <laughs> we'll see. We'll Think have this, about it. Bring yeah. it to the board. <laughs> get final approval. Yeah, it's, it's
1: it's gaining a lot of traction though. Like we're, we're we're doing pretty well. Um, and then we have a lot more in store that we want to kind of
0: roll out. But yeah, the podcast is just is one facet of this whole thing that we're going to be putting together. Hopefully, we're going to get on on YouTube pretty soon, doing uh some video stuff and uh, just just kind of making it an all encompassing, just like fun time where we just you know we provide. Just entertainment for you guys. So, (laughs) on that note, I'm John Dennis. That's John Williams. We'll catch you next week.